Hello, and welcome to Tina's Corner Podcast. This is a little bit different than what I'm normally doing uh, by doing interviews. This is just a little bit of quick wisdom for those of you who are um, interpreting or wanting to become interpreters or those who are just about to graduate and embark upon the world of interpreting. Now, um, I don't know if you know who Bob Ross is, and some of you may be young and may have never heard of him. Some of you probably have heard of him, um, but he is currently, I think, still on PBS and does paintings in like 20 minutes. He can put a painting together um, magically in 20 minutes. Uh, I've watched him before. I've done some of his paintings. Yay, way back in the day, I used to buy his VHS videos. Yeah, you. if you're young, those are things that we used to use uh, to be able to watch a recording over and over. But at any rate, uh, I would watch his videos over and over and just stop and start them and stop and start them and, and watch and learn. And I even created some of his paintings that it was just a whole lot of fun. And I felt so accomplished. Here's some words of wisdom. The more you paint, the more you're able to visualize. You really can learn to be creative as you paint. It's like anything else. It just takes a little practice. Now, you're thinking, what's that got to do? Bob Ross made that um, statement, and he made many, many, many signature statements while he painted. They were so encouraging. And I want to encourage you a little bit today, if I may, on um, visualization. What's that got to do with my interpretation? It has everything to do with your interpretation. That's the whole crux behind being able to do a good interpretation, is to be able to visualize. And in order to do a creative painting, I always had to see where I was going. What am I trying to achieve? What's the end goal here? In order to make my painting look like his, I had to know what it looked like. How do you know you're there unless you know what it looks like? And I think that's the case for us as interpreters. I need to know the end goal. I need to know what it is that I'm achieve, trying to achieve for my consumers involved. I need to be able to make an interpretation look like I hear it. But if I cannot see the goal, if I cannot see the picture, I really struggle with doing a or an interpretation that is clear and concise. Now, and for those of us who have been doing this a while, probably are like shaking your head, yes, yes, I know exactly what you mean. I've interpreted in settings where, I'm sorry, I, I would be the only person in the room not understanding anything. Everybody else is conversing and talking and using the lingo of, of the company or and being able to ask questions and answer questions appropriately. And here I am interpreting for everybody. Yep, I'd be throwing this interpretation out there and getting these responses, but it's like, I have no idea what we are talking about. And there have been times from beginning to end of the interpretation that I had no idea what was being talked about. I just know that I was in there spewing out signs and spewing out English sentences that made no sense to me, but it made sense to everybody involved because they had this vision. Even if I didn't quite say it exactly correct, they would be like, yeah, yeah I know what I know what you mean. I, I know what you're talking about. That is not the best feeling I have when I'm interpreting. I like to have that vision. I like to have that, what is my end goal? What does this painting need to look like? 
That's our goal. Sometimes you can, and you know, there are times when I've painted and it's like, no, I take my spatula and just scrape off all the oil. I scrape it off and I start all over because I, I need clarification. I need, I need clearness in my mind. I need to be able to see what it is that I'm trying to get to. Does that always happen? No. I, I don't have the opportunity to get that. All I know is here's the information, both spoken and signed, and you all figure it out. And they do. Well, at least most of the time they do. So interpreters, let me encourage you. Start working on your visualization. What does this look like? I hear it. My mind sees it. And now I want my deaf consumer to see it as well. Work on your goals of trying to make it clear. Set that picture up provide an interpretation that looks just like what you are hearing or what you are seeing. And it's not always about us bringing it from spoken to a person that's deaf. We also know that when we see their signing, we have to make it clear in our uh, sentences, our English sentences as well. And I know for myself, I've said sentences like, I have, oh please, here's a bunch of words that I'm seeing hearing person, I hope that you can make them all work together. And a lot of times they do. And it's like, oh, gosh, okay, whew, I had no clue what I was saying there. But here's all these words and that sentences sometimes beside each other make no sense to me. But to a person that knows what the end goal is, that makes sense. It's not my, I don't particularly like working in that type of Uh, setting. I don't know if it's a setting, but I prefer that when I hear it, I can produce it so it looks like what I hear. And when I hear it, I, I produce it in a way that, or when I see it, excuse me, I produce it in a way that they can hear it. Practice it. Practice visualizing, practice um, setting goals. What does this look like? What does this sound like? Is it always easy? No. But when it happens, you'll know. You'll feel that, ah, yes, feeling inside of you. Work on those things. And I encourage you every day, practice, practice, practice. Because practice can make perfect or near perfect. Have a great day.